So welcome back to Thrive, your agency resource. Uh, pardon my voice, I am just getting over laryngitis after the holiday season. Um, but last year, I actually worked with this agency called Movement Strategy. Um, they've got offices in a bunch of places across the U.S. We worked on some positioning things together, a little bit of SEO, some conversion rate optimization. And as part of that work together, they initiated this um, employee contributed blog. And one of their first posts was by uh, Senior Manager of Data and Insights, Erica Shea, who is actually my guest today. Um, her post was called, How Traveling the World Made Me a Better Researcher. And honestly, I was kind of really blown away by the post. I'll put that in the show notes today. Um, but I thought we could have a really great discussion about why exploration matters for agency employees. So Erica, welcome to the show. I'm super excited to have you on today and um, just thrilled to have this conversation. I think it's one that uh, I haven't heard before, so I'm really excited to jump into it with you. Uh, thanks for having me, Kelly. I'm so excited to talk about it. I could talk about travel all day. So. <laughs> um, so you actually started off this post by identifying a critical issue um, for strategists and creatives alike, which is that there's sort of like this, this idea that there's an unconscious bias and a, uh, like a cultural blindness that we have. And it can sort of unintentionally creep into our work. Um, because at the end of the day, like we're just making assumptions, right? So how does that impact the work that we deliver to our clients is really the question. Yeah, I think sometimes we don't even realize it uh, because a lot of my teammates and, and a lot of advertising agencies, a lot of us are from similar areas. We have similar backgrounds. Most of us have lived in big cities. And when we get together and put together a creative brief or a strategy, I think we're sometimes not aware of the fact that we kind of live in a bubble. Yeah. And you know how it is in agency life, like the timelines are really short and sometimes we don't have a budget to do proper research. And so we kind of sift together what we know from our own personal experiences and, and hope that that's enough to put together a really broad reaching, insightful campaign. And, and sometimes it works and sometimes uh, we hit the mark or we miss the mark uh, just because we don't fully understand a, a subculture or a group of people. And um, unfortunately that's kind of pervasive in the industry right now. And yeah. one thing that's really helpful to deter that is just doing research and talking to people and experiencing things and um, getting a larger perspective from travel or research, anything like that. Yeah. And, and the reason why I think this is such an important conversation is because I think you hit the nail on the head that this is very pervasive in agency world because of all the, the reasons why you just mentioned. And so if part of our charge is to deliver good work and effective work on behalf of our clients, yet we're lacking perspective, we're lacking empathy, we're we're sort of using our own assumptions and our own experiences, which could be really limiting or limited, um, that obviously has to impact the work and not make it as effective as possible. So yeah, that's the reason why sometimes we do miss the mark. And then the client questions our value and then there's client attrition. And you know, so it really, it, it cascades down into a lot of different things. And again, this conversation um, is not one that I've heard before. So um, I want to know a little bit more about, uh, you know, the journey, the, the physical journey, the travel journey that you went on 
you bought a one-way ticket to Asia and <laughs> it kept you sort of on sabbatical for about seven months. And I, I just, I want to hear more about that. Yeah. So I had worked in advertising for probably six years and you know, it's the story of burnout, working long hours. And I kind of was looking for a reset moment. And part of my job is to do consumer insights and to study human behavior and study human psychology and um, discover truths about people. And I realized that I don't really know my own personal truths. Um, I kind of have, had never really felt connected to my Asian heritage growing up. And so um, essentially my sister announced that she was going to have her engagement party in Taiwan. And then I had a friend who had a wedding in India. And I thought, oh my God, like this is the perfect moment for me to just go to Asia, take some long time off. Uh, in my head, I was thinking like around six months and uh, take the opportunity to just explore other countries and um, be in different cultures that I'd never really known before. Mm. Uh, so I started off in China, which was crazy. And, uh, you know, I did the typical touristy things, you know, did great, the great wall of China and right. went around, you know, the terracotta army and, um, went to this amazing place called Guilin. But I, I think like m one of my intentions with traveling was to travel slowly and to think slowly and to have it be less about me, but more about observing what's around me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you have all these stereotypes about Chinese people, you know, growing, growing up in America, you're told certain things. And then you realize when you get there that it's not everything that you were taught necessarily. And being able to travel slowly and not really know where you're going and just figuring out it along the way and just being spontaneous and letting people that you meet tell you where to go. And it was invaluable and I had the best time. And um, I think I met a lot of people in China that kind of reframed how I felt about the Chinese government. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, just having that insider perspective was, I never could have gotten that if I hadn't been there. And then, uh, so China was crazy. And then I went to Nepal where I did a lot of hiking there. And um, it was a very like spiritual experience because a lot of folks there are very religious and, you know, they believe that the mountains are sacred and time spent there is, is very simple and slow. And I think along the way, being able to observe people and meet other travelers that perhaps were from Germany or, you know, uh, or Sweden, like they have different perspectives as well. So mm -hmm. just strangers, meeting other expats, meeting other travelers. It was really, really awesome. And just getting to talk to people and learning about what are my own biases? You know, what did I not realize that I held on to? Um, and just kind of being, being exposed to their thoughts and perspectives is really awesome. Yeah. So as an employee, um, obviously you're with Movement Strategy, but like as an employee, what advice would you give to the owners or leaders of other agencies who might be considering the pros and cons of sort of allowing employees to take these extended periods uh, of, of time for travel and uh, vacation and exploration and things like that? 
Yeah, I'd say it's so, so incredible in making employees not only feel like they're growing personally, but also professionally. Um, I honestly went into my trip thinking this was a personal journey of mine, Mm. but I came out of it realizing that I grew so much as a researcher and someone who became more empathetic and, and more aware of my own biases. And as a strategist, you know, you want <laughs> being aware of those things helps a lot in create, crafting our, our briefs. So um, I would tell agency leaders that while you do miss this person for a couple of months, they will come back as more confident, bold, empathetic, open-minded, and um, and really, I would say, audacious. Mm-hmm. I think any time that people are exposed to different cultures, you come back so humbled, yeah, and Absolutely. so empowered. And like people are the best versions of themselves when they travel. And then when you come back, you're not only reset from a mental perspective, but you have all these experiences that make you a better strategist or creative. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I couldn't agree with that more just, just from my personal travel experiences and all the, the upcoming travel I have planned because of that. Um, um, I do want to read the last paragraph of your post uh, because I think first of all, there's just so much sort of poetry and beauty in it. Um, but also because um, I think it's really good for these agency leaders to understand why they should really encourage this exploration, you know, in their employees. So if you don't mind, I'd love to read, love to read this, uh, this last paragraph. It's, yeah. uh, it's a little long, but I think it's important. Um, you said, I've taken what I learned during my travels and have since re-entered the agency world with a new perspective on research and strategy. I take the time to recognize my own implicit biases and ask questions that don't make assumptions. I actively listen to consumers with an open heart and without judgment. I'm more compassionate towards societies and cultures that I'm not familiar with. And I share this mindset with my fellow teammates, reminding them of our audience's complexities and nuances. I left America to connect with myself and I came back not only more in tune with myself, but even better as a researcher. Um, that to me, that was like amazing, you know, and that, that was honestly, that was the paragraph that made me even, you know, want to record the show with you um, because I thought it was, it was really moving. It was really inspiring. And I think, again, it's a conversation that uh, we need to have because we, we do get so sort of tunnel vision, right? Agency life is hard. Agency life is uh, just what we talked about a little while ago. It's fast paced. It's um, sometimes there isn't budget for all the things that we need to really get done. Uh, But who are we doing the disservice to at the end of the day, right? So um, I do, I do want to thank you for, for writing that and for encapsulating it in such a way that I think uh, is just, it's really compelling. Thanks. Yeah. I think again, like it was an opportunity to slow down and be patient and be open-minded and be present. And those are all things and experiences that will go a long way, especially in the agency world. 
Yeah. So um, as we wrap up, is there anything else that you would love to, you know, leave the audience with um, a takeaway or just something that they should, uh, you think that they should consider? That's a great question. I think that I've envisioned this, a future in which maybe once every six years, it became normal to take a sabbatical for six months, mm-hmm. right? Like a six, the six, six rule, like six years. And then you earn six months. Um, if that could be implemented as like normal and standard across not only agency world, but in the professional life, yeah. uh, I could see a world in which employees are so much more productive, happy, um, inquisitive, curious, brave. Um, and I think, Americans especially can benefit so much from that because we yeah. don't travel much. Right. Um, and I feel like we're afraid to travel sometimes. And yeah. so if we made it a norm to say, Hey, you're with us for six years or every six years you do this. Um, I think it would be really incredible. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. And I, if you put a petition together or something like I would yeah. sign that in a heartbeat. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, Erica, thank you so much again for joining me today on Thrive and uh, wish you the best in in your future travels. This episode has been brought to you by Workamajig, the number one creative agency management software. Show notes at thrive.workamajig.com. Find out how your creative agency can become more productive and more profitable. Schedule your demo at thrive.workamajig.com.